We're live, guys. What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? Harrick and BX here. Welcome back to another episode of Breaking the Mold, your Tuesday night delight here on the Realm of Collectors <laughs> YouTube channel. Let's go around the yard, as they say. Say what's up to the crew. Brian Brink, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Work's doing good. I had a great weekend. Um, I got a, something in from Walmart. Walmart actually does sometimes Deliver? fulfill orders. Was it, was, it, was it a drone <laughs> delivery? Um, I don't know, actually. I, it was in my mailbox, so I'm going to assume it came from the mail <laughs> man or woman. Was it something that you ordered or, so, or something that was pre-ordered? It was something that I pre-ordered. Okay. Ooh. And yeah, so I'm not gonna beat around the bush. It was right here, the Mandalorian loyalist. The Mandaloy loyalist? Is that what it is? Mandaloyalist. Mandaloyalist. <laughs> loyalist. Mandaloyalist. Yeah. And Gary, I haven't opened it, but from what I can see, I yeah. think all the accessories all are there. All your stuff is there. That's good. No, well. There's no, there's no extraneous hooks in here. I'm sorry to say nice. for you. It's Hasbro versus Mattel, you know, so maybe that's okay. Yeah, so he's pretty good, even though I think he's only mine for a temporary stay. Because, <laughs> um, well, the so funny thing is, so funny story is, you know, I'm getting all caught up in these, in these Hasbro live streams. Stuff's going on sale, and then like and. Should you be lucky enough to click on a link and actually put in your payment information and get it submitted, you feel like the luckiest man on the face of the planet. Um, and so I bought the entire wave. And as time, when was this? This was like April, maybe May, whatever. You know. In the meantime, you guys may have remembered Brian Brink from six months ago. Yeah. Fuck this, fuck everything. Star Wars can kiss my ass. And I don't need no damn Mandos. And JD's like, well, I'll take them all. I'm like, fine. If I ever get them, they're yours. <laughs> <laughs> and then some lovely redheaded director named Bryce Dallas Howard puts out an episode last Friday. And I'm like, oh, man, I promised this to JD. Damn it. I like Mando now. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Oh, well, don't try and be an Indian giver. I, <laughs> I was about to say he'll let you keep it. No, he's not. Give me, give me. I'm just really want it. Can I open it first and then give it to you? Yeah, I don't care. Ooh. All right. At least I get the mess. See, there you go. You get to mess with it for a little bit. But it's—I uh, mean, it's—it's it's what you said. It is a. A repaint of uh, uh, Django. Uh, yep. So it is. I mean, with some slight differences. I mean, it looks like he's got like a new belt, and the helmet's definitely different. And he's no. got a different rocket pack. No, well. it's all the same. No, the rocket <laughs> pack is definitely different. No, it's the same one. I'm Have telling you. Have you opened yours already? Oh yeah. You have the Mandalorian loyalist. Uh huh. And it's the. Are you sure? It's all the same. Because I'm, I'm looking at this Django one, and the the rocket thrusters come out the sides of his, 
Where on this one, the rocket thrusters come directly out the bottom. Oh, your Jango's okay. broken, dude. Uh, yep. <laughs> maybe, maybe I got a repainted Boba Fett. Maybe that's what this yeah. is. Was that a repack? <laughs> Is that a repack in there? <laughs> <laughs> they pulled that Walmart switcheroo on you. Yeah. Oh, that's the that's the gamer verse uh, uh, Bubba uh, Django Fett. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's totally different, dude. <laughs> so wait, is it? I don't know, man. Sure. I thought I thought the backpacks were the same. I don't know. No, I think compare those two. We're gonna have to compare those two. JD saying it's the same, Brian saying no. I don't know. The, T- the JD opens the same. It's JD, just all those pouches, right? JD <laughs> opens up, opens the toy up, and he just plays with it. Brian just analyzes every little square inch of the toy. <laughs> so you're siding with Brian on this one? Though. Well, I need to know if it's open worthy. I'm siding with Brian. On this. That's like, wow. There's criteria to open worthy. <laughs> oh, man. Nice. Well, I'm glad you were happy with your purchase from Walmart. I, I was happy to get that Nemesis Prime, too. Like, I always seem to have a hard time with pre orders with Walmart, but if you order something directly, like, it seems to show up. No problems. Oh, uh, uh, I have a question for you, Sergeant Siege. Yes. Uh, people have been talking about some kind of Play-Doh that comes in that Optimus, that Nemesis Prime. Have you opened yours? Yes. Does, does it have Play-Doh? I don't understand this Play-Doh. Yeah, it was black Play-Doh inside there, and there's some Energon cubes like on the inside. They were hiding like in there. So I wound up tossing that though. Like I tossed the box already. I got rid of all that because uh, I'm like I don't need to keep the Play-Doh. But yeah, it comes with Play-Doh, black Play-Doh. Wait, the Energon cubes are like hidden in the Play-Doh. Yeah, they're inside like a plastic bag, but it's a plastic. Oh, bag gotcha. Okay. Play though, so you got to dig in there to get it out. Well, that's kind of creative. Yeah, huh. feels like a black goo or something. I don't know if yeah. it's be like a like, yeah, like a black plasma or whatever. But yeah, I tossed it though. It's like, well, isn't isn't that what they do with like LOL dolls? They hide them in like sure. sand Play-Doh. And uh, I don't know why I know this, but. I, I just have nieces. Wow, that, that I was about to, to say. That shit up. <laughs> I was like, uh, I, I wouldn't know about. Secretly, I have an LOL it's a secret uh, collection. collection. <laughs> he really does collect everything. 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 He gets it all. Uh, yeah, you know, I thought it was. Cool. If, oh, if go anybody ahead. needs LOLs, let me know. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Another thing he's selling. Yeah. It was uh, it was cool. It looked like it came like in a cup, like it was covered like in plastic. So you kind of just peel back the plastic or cut it, yeah, and yeah. you know you don't know what it is. Like you're just looking at it, and I just <laughs> stuck my finger in, and I'm like, okay, it's dope. And uh, the cubes were inside there, so it's cool. Little three little Energon cubes. I heard that they came with the Ultra Magnus also, but I didn't pick up that set. So, huh. yeah. Um, JD, yeah. I am looking up pictures of the first release of Django Fett. Uh huh. And he has the same backpack as the Mandaloyalist. Yes. But the backpack in here is definitely different than the one in this box. Huh. So the Gamerverse has the Boba Fett backpack. Damn it. Maybe I'll have to look for a Gamerverse one now. Boba Fett. That I think they're still available online. Repaints. Yeah, I mean, I bought mine on sale at uh, GameStop. To yeah. when was that? I don't remember. They were going for like eighteen eighty six. Uh, this whole week, this past week, every all Star Wars Black Series. There you go. So it was good. It, it was really good to 
grab up some of their exclusives because they usually run like twenty four ninety five. So you can get them under twenty. Like after tax, you can get them with if you can get it for like twenty bucks. So it's not that bad. Readily available, JD. See, get your hands on one. Heck yeah. <laughs> How you doing tonight, by the way? What's going on? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing very, very well. Yeah, that haul you you showed off to us before the show went live. I, you know, it yeah, makes it a very got, good Tuesday. Got some toys on a Tuesday. <laughs> Gary sent an incinerator trooper. Nice. I'm sitting here playing with him. <laughs> oh, nice! With the blast effect. Yep. Are are any like more Star Wars figures are coming uh coming with those things like the way the some of those siege figures come with them? I think the there's a Boba Fett, right? A new one? Uh yeah, the the, the like deluxe. The, yeah, the, the deluxe spring. one will that have has it. A, it has the same flames, the, yeah. The flamethrower for his wrist. Uh it's not much other than that. I mean the the emperor had the lightning hands. That was uh, about it. And then uh my buddy Daniel at work, he found me. Uh, oh, is, is that your he first found one? Me metal? Yeah, yep. Wow, I remember having the original back in the day. That's cool. And pre order fleas went back up. Yeah, the big boy. Yep. So. Wow, that's is that the is that the new Sukorpanok jukebox? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the way you're is holding it. Turn it up. Is that Energon Beats? Nice. Energon Beats. Have you got to check out that Scorponok figure before? No. Uh, no. So, like, uh, Ace reviewed it on Figure Banging a couple times ago. and uh, I found yeah. that at a Target, dude. I don't believe I found you that know, thing as a Target. That, see, that's weird. Like, finding this giant box at Target would be yeah, kind of odd like, to me. It was like right I next to the uh, star screen. Yeah, I was surprised that I found the uh, the Skylinks. Yeah, the Skylinks is up there. Yeah, too, I've seen yeah. that. I have not never seen Scorpionic, so I ordered it as well. So when it came back in nice. in stock, nice. Yeah, I, I should quit figure banging because it's like got me back oh. into the fucking mainline <laughs> shit. <laughs> Ace is, is keeping you. Keeping you hooked, hooked in. But hey, like I'll I'll say this: it's like, you know, I'm kind of losing my love for the masterpiece stuff. It's not fun, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This shit's fun. This is yes. fun. You can flip this shit back and forth, and no when you're done, you can throw it in a fucking bin and not have to worry about it, you know. And and that figure in particular is just badass. Like the Scorpion, yeah, really, really nice. You know, it's yeah. Really- and I, like I'm a big sucker for the headmaster stuff too. Yep. yep. So I've always been a big headmaster fan. So. Sucker for the headmasters. Heck yeah. It's got some innuendo in there. Yes, it does. <laughs> innuendo away. <laughs> and and Brian, if if you if you want to keep that figure, you go for it. Oh yeah. Like I have. Oh. I, yeah, I have two of them. So, I I do want to army build them, but like. You don't have any at this point, and you—you've already paid for it, so <laughs> <laughs> technically, you can just say, you know what, go stick it up your ass, JD. <laughs> you and your army building, <laughs> selfish jerk face. You know, 
Thanks, JD. You're welcome. I'll, I'll still let you have the corny one with the horns on it. Okay. Really? That one's cool looking. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Unless he appears in next week's episode of The Mandalorian, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but if that's going to happen, and you would have sold it, and you're going to be like, shit. Shoot. Look at I'll, wait, I'll, wait, I'll wait for the archive. Look at you riding that hype train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. G-Money, how you doing tonight, bro? Dude, everything's good. Everything's good. It's good to see you guys. Missed you the past couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. And I cut the tail end of last week and stuff. But uh, no, everything, everything is cool. Um, I don't have I don't have a haul. I posted I got a trap jaw in that had a missing accessory. Put that up in the ROC. But it happens. Um, yeah, that's it. Just kind of, just like you guys, just riding the the Mandalorian wave, and just that's it. Nice, nice. We should discuss some of that tonight. Give give people yeah, ample please. ample warning that if they yeah. don't want to hear it, you know, you might want to hop out. Dominic, how are you tonight, man? I'm doing well. Doing well. Doing very well. I can't complain. I guess. Can't complain. But, um, what did I get this week? I, I I really didn't get a lot this week. I um been doing a lot of cleaning and organizing, cataloging, you know, going through my entire collection and just basically making sure all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted. Did you find any treasures, Dom, that you forgot about? Oh yeah, yeah. Like I open up boxes, I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck is, what do I have in what's shit like, that you I, forgot you had? Oh, dude. Stuff that like I'm like, oh my god, why did I buy this? <laughs> Regret- Monster high. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> LOL, whatever those are. Right, right now I'm going through all my Marvel Legends, so it's just, it's just a, it's just a shit show. My dining room table is just a, a Marvel Legend buffet of, of X Men, Avengers, and fucking Rider packs and two packs and all this bullshit like it's it's some it's when you look at it all and you see how many they put out in the last like five years five six years it's amazing mm-hmm. it's a lot of movies man yeah it's it is mm-hmm. and for everything just to end like you know <laughs> there hasn't been movies out like you know i know the black widow movie was supposed to come out in like april may this year but like uh dude just for all that stuff to stop <laughs> and like yeah. all the product that they've done for it up to then, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was in that fever one time, and it's funny you brought up the, like, the inventory and the cataloging because, like, I think one of the members in the group um, asked a question about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy Friday. Do you have any special techniques when cataloging? Do you use an app, just a spread, or just a regular spreadsheet? No, just, uh, just, just, just a spreadsheet. You know, Excel, like everyone was saying to him on the on the uh, on the comments, but. Just, just make sure if you're if you're packing things away or you're keeping it, um, you know, in boxes that you cannot see, or like you know, if you're just, or you are you keeping packaging and the toys are out and your your packaging is in boxes or whatever, or storing it. If you're that type of guy, just make make sure you cat- catalog what box, like number the box and maybe ca- have a catalog on what box it is, <laughs> so you don't what have to open every box. fucking yeah, <laughs> you don't have to open every fucking box. That's yeah. that's a that's a rookie mistake yeah, when it comes yeah. to storing. 
because yeah, I guess, it, I guess if you're so looking if you keep going back and forth like keep checking over and over you you learn that <laughs> after yeah. making that yeah you know what um you know, it's a uh, shame that I know this, but a good organization trick in your closet if you have like uh, non-clear containers, especially like women do this with their shoes a lot, mm-hmm. um, we'll take a picture of it and put it on the outside. Yeah, so yeah, you know yeah. exactly it, what the inside it, is, and too, yeah. you know. So, I use a number. I use a numbering system. So, like whatever box I put all the stuff in, whether it's just packaging, because I I may later down the road sell it, and I think with the packaging we'll we'll do better you know whatever the case may be i i'll just i'll just make sure i number the box and in my spreadsheet i have the box number so i can did, go dig it up did you, did you guys ever watch futurama and see the um the accountant character hermes when he would like do the bureaucracy <laughs> with like all those drawers and stuff that's my picture no. <laughs> dom organizing it's 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 a pain in the ass but like at the end of and the end of the day, it needs it needs to be done. So, like you know, it's that old story that you got you, you should know what you have <laughs> and make how, sure that it's documented. Uh, how often do you do? It? How often do you do it? Do you catalog often, or is it like a once every six months, once a year? Like it's a neck up your lot, right? Once it all piles yeah, up. Yeah, like like I, I I haven't done it since I I do I do a good job in trying to do it when things are coming in, but like what I'll do is. Like this time, I just took an opportunity because I just was moving moving a lot of my stuff into storage. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm taking just the opportunity to open the stuff that I have in my house or at another location, and then I'll just uh, document what I have and then just throw throw it into the storage unit that I that I currently rented. Yeah. So. Nice, nice. Does anybody else catalog their collections or do anything like that? I nope. started to years ago, but. I didn't get that far. It gets overwhelming, dude. It's just sometimes I'll put it away and then like, well, I remember in the beginning where I built such a backlog that like I couldn't, I couldn't even know where to start to, for all the stuff that's been coming in in the last two years, you know, because there was so much. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I catalog my Diaclone collection. That's only so that I remember what I've gotten. So purchase. Yeah. Repurchase. Yeah. Yeah. Other things like uh, I do actually collect, you know, the seasonal or the Christmas Lego sets, and um, I haven't bought this year's yet, which sucks because it's all out of stock now. But their VIP event was this oh. weekend, and when you spend a certain amount, then you get the exclusive winner set. And but now there's nothing there that I want to buy in order to accumulate that dollar amount in order to get that yeah so um i put a call into my legos i actually called a lego store today i was like are you getting this set back in by the weekend and like we'll know later tonight call later tonight like okay i didn't call later tonight but uh what do you call it um while i was searching for the sets last night because when they go out of stock like when you type them into like amazon and target they just don't show up anymore and uh I started finding like all these other sets and I was like, shit, I don't think I got this one. I don't think I got this one. <laughs> I started putting crap in my cart and then I was like, all right, everyone just calm the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to my stash where I have them all, the ones that I haven't built. And I'm like, oh, no, there it is. There it is. Yep. There it is. There. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoo, whoo. 
All right. Where was this on the Amazon? <laughs> so, um, so it's good to catalog your collection if you're sickos like Dom and I, who don't, <laughs> who want to buy everything but don't open everything and keep track of everything and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. kind of. Well, you know what Dude, you I see thought... me is oh, go ahead, Dom. No, oh, I like literally when Brian's saying that I, I found a I found a whole box full of Creo like Transformer stuff, and I was like, holy shit! Like, what what is? Like, I didn't even know I had. Like, I knew I bought some of them, but I just didn't know the like the amount that I bought. And I, I and then when I opened the box and I I saw that like the amount that I had, I was like, holy crap! I remember like I bought a lot of these on clearance when they clearance them out. Are you talking like, about the combiners? Yeah, like the combiners. Yes, because I bought them all in clearance too. I just found those yeah. a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh dude, yeah, dude, you see to take those to a toy for tots bin, Dom. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> put, exactly. Them, put them, put exactly. them out in the universe for, for uh, some good. Okay. Those, Next those time I'm like in Warminster, I'm gonna sneak them into onto his shelves and see what he says. <laughs> <laughs> but the, those, those are like good things to have. Like when you're at shows and you're dealing at shows, you can just give them as gifts with little kids that walk by and stuff like that, which is always fun to do. So yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm building a, I'm building like a a box of all that stuff, <laughs> like, like, like just dead giveaways because I just can't. Like you know, they're not worth much, and I, I, I just taking too much room up. So I, I, I just building a, like a big assortment of stuff that I just want to give away. Yeah. Eventually, you know, it's funny. I remember getting those Creo sets because I was like, you know what? I, at least through this method, I will have a full set of Transformers combiners because I know that I'll never ever have that. And then, God, Dom, how how old are those sets? Because since oh, then, I, I have completed my combiners and at least the chug scale. So. Yeah, I have no need for these Creo sets anymore. <laughs> I know there were some big, bigger sets like the I have the Optimus Prime set and like yeah. a couple of those bigger sets, and I know they were clearanced out in WalMarts a couple times, and I was I know I got them for dirt cheap, and it's just that they just take up so much room. Yeah. I have a bunch of those sets too, and I just I bought the the bigger sets just for the minifigs. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The minifigs. Yeah. yeah. I could give a shit about building a transformable, transformable Lego set. Yeah, <laughs> where, where you take the bricks apart and you put it back into a different you, configuration. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically what you do. It doesn't yeah. transform once it's no, all together. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Nah. I've never, I never <laughs> bought the Creole stuff. I do have one way like, or the uh, other. <laughs> some exclusive Grimlock. Yep, yep, yep. G one Grimlock, courtesy yeah, of Mister Mister Rossi. Yeah, I think pretty the cool actually. Only Creo that ever really tempted me was when I saw the um, the GI Joe Cobra Terrazone yeah. on, on Clarence. I have all those too. Yeah, when the, that those when that are specifically awesome. what, those what, are worth Clarence. Yeah. Like they and and I think uh, I think Hasbro also did like those yearbook ones, like the '84 set yearbook where they had all those all those little yep. fig, mid, mini figs, and yep. those I were pretty too. cool. Yeah, those were pretty yeah. cool. They were pretty cool because they had the superlatives on them, like yes, you know, best dressed <laughs> and most yeah. likely yeah. to succeed and shit like class clown stuff like that. That was kind of fun. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the cataloging, you said. Um, it's helpful, like I guess for I guess cataloging stuff that maybe like you haven't opened. Like, is opening figures like a way? Like, is that what stays in your memory more? Like, you know what I'm saying? If you've opened up a figure as opposed to keeping, oh yeah, it, yeah, 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 you forget yeah, about yeah. it. Like, 
like it's just those one-off things that I've collected. Like you know, it, it like I know I have most of the you know mainline you know generation classics. You know, mm-hmm. freaking Hank Hay, most of that stuff. I I know I so when opening up boxes, I see that. I know I have those, but like just just one-off little things. Like I I opened up a box and I bought a bunch of those. Uh, remember the they reissued the. Uh, was that the mad the mad balls or what is it? I think it was like, yeah, it was mad balls, like the little balls that had like the fucking crazy ass faces on them and stuff. Do you guys remember those? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, the I remember. Yeah. Sorry, I was muted. Were they called mad balls? I think they were called mad balls, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, I found a whole fucking bag full of mad balls. I'm like, what the fuck did I buy these? <laughs> <laughs> Just buying a bunch of shit, yeah, yeah. Just a bunch of shit, dude. That that's like a Toys R Us. Like I think I bought a bunch of them when they were going out of business, and they had them clearance for like a dollar. And I bought a bunch of them and threw them in a the bag, and that's it. That's the end of that. Damn, uh, Tom, you, your sickness is way worse than mine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah dude. I am mad. I just balls. don't. My 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 yeah mine. Because like, I, I used to own them as a kid, like you know, that I remember having getting a couple mat balls when I was a kid, and when I saw them reissued and they were up on pegs, I was like, "Well, this is cool." And I, you know, I never bought them at, like up front. I just saw them, and then eventually, like when Toys R Us was shutting down, they were like clearancing everything out, and those those type of items tend to stay on the shelves <laughs> more often than others. So. <laughs> Right. You just buy. You just buy crap. Yeah, I mean it's happened. I remember like digging through some things, and I had a bunch of those like construct bots. Um, oh yeah, because <laughs> they were dirt cheap. Construct bots. Yeah, they were they were dirt cheap. Fucking Toys R Us, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of interesting. Let me pick these up, and maybe I'll mess around with them. Nope, never did. You are know. those the ones that are like the Lego Bionicle type things? Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, man. that's nuts. I wound up picking up a bunch of those, and it's like, why? When I found them in a box, like a year after, I'm like, what? What the hell? Like, I didn't realize I had bought so many of them. I think I bought, I think I bought the Optimus, or I bought some kind of childish Optimus toy because it came with an Energon axe, and I was like, I can use that axe for one of my other Optimus. And then like the peg <laughs> on it was too big, or some shit like that. And I was like, <laughs> it's like I'm an idiot. God, I'm <laughs> it's like, what do we do? What do we do? I, I did not, I did not buy those. So I, <laughs> I just want to put that out on record. I, I don't buy everything, but I, I, did, I did not buy that line. I did not go into that line. <laughs> um, and Brian, um, in the chat, I think last week you had brought up uh, a, a, what I thought was probably like a cool topic store a certain store we don't have to shout out the retailer but they changed up i guess like certain policies i guess to make them a little bit more customer friendly and you brought up the like i guess the topic of you know shopping around and like do you have any like retail spots that you specifically go to just maybe like based off the customer service or that their uh like their policies as far as like maybe cancellations or returns might be something that you like so that's why you stick with them yeah guys so yeah, we don't have to name names here, but Mega. <laughs> <laughs> so this company's been in some hot water as of late. Uh, 
the, since the the birth of them, yeah. they've been in Megalopolis. The right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so trash they, they've treated JD terrible his whole life, but now other people are feeling JD's pain. And no, uh, you it's know. it it's. I mean, it's much worse than that. If you if you look them up on like Yelp and like their Google reviews. Their Facebook page, I mean, this goes, like, we're talking probably 2015. Okay. It's bad. Like, it's always been this bad. Okay. So, anyway, it's... Sorry. It's been, like... It's okay. It's always been bad, but it's gotten really bad. Um, where people just aren't getting things, getting charged ridiculous stuff because... They're like, look, you haven't sent this to me. I don't want it anymore. And they're like, okay, well, now we're going to charge you to restock it. And it's like, how could it be? How why, how could it be restocked right. if it was never out of your stock and into my hands? You know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So anyway, um, like I said, we don't have to name names. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, but there's there's some interesting stuff in here, right? So so a few things they they've they've changed some policies and and they've done something like uh, cancellations and refunds, all right? Cancel your order and receive a refund with no hassle on any pre-shipped order. Uh, no restocking fees. Pre-orders, payment plans, returns are free of any additional fees, regardless of circumstance. And returns, such as this company, will cover return shipping for damaged, defective, yeah. and mistaken items. Um, and you know, you kind of look at this, and you know, some of the the bigger retailers, right, which kind of which can afford to do some of this stuff without hitting their bottom line too bad, uh, like already kind of give you this service, so it kind of becomes an expected service. Yes, then you exactly. think even sometimes with the with the smaller retailers, because everybody demands pretty much the same service all around, um, with, and everybody has the same expectations, and um jose i forget where i was going with this what did i put i posted in here this sorry and then i said could be interesting to talk about and then here we are now talking about it um <laughs> so well i think it's it's like anything else even yeah. though we're buying so many things online right especially this year more than ever you still want some type <clears throat> of of customer service or resolution or just ease of of i guess the platform and look without saying names, but there's a, another online store that offers a loot feature. <laughs> and like, that's, I never utilized that before. I used to just click buy when stuff was like in stock and that feature has been phenomenal. Now it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you usually, it seems like they only ship it once a week is what I seem to figure out. Um, so, you know, they're not super expeditious with the taking action, but in terms of being able to put stuff in pre-order, um, take stuff out and get a refund, you know, or store credit at least for something else. It's just so easy to use. Um, I've, I like that where I can, you know, can order stuff and then, then digest it. Like you said, Brian, it's like, get it and then think about it. If, if I, you know, change mm-hmm. my mind or not. Right. It's pretty easy. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I and guess. Like, oh, go ahead, I'm though. sorry. But like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put them out there, but like BBTS does it great where you, if you do pre-order item, and it comes in stock, you're not like obligated to pay 
that item. It, they'll charge your card, uh, your credit card on file, but like within, I think it's seven days. It used to be 10 days, but now they shortened it, which uh, I hope they don't shorten it anymore. But it's it's now seven days where uh, if it's in your loop for seven, like <laughs> uh, less than seven days, you can actually cancel it and uh, get your money back ref- uh, fun- refunded to the uh, your credit card that you use. So you even when it comes in stock and you in and you're debating on whether you want it or you're checking your wallet and uh, a mythic legion pre-order just is about to drop <laughs> you're going to you're going to cancel some stuff on your uh, BBTS pre-order or or your you know some stuff that just recently came in stock that you haven't shipped out so it's 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 nice because i think other vendors who if you pre-order and it comes in stock they charge a card and you you know if you cancel it in your loot they'll charge you a fee to put it back in like you know to put it back in stock which it's funny because brian brings it up like the restocking fee it's like how are you charging me a restocking fee when it's not even in my hand right yeah that's ridiculous yeah. well i didn't even know that they did that because i was always with the understanding that if you had an item pre-ordered and it came in stock let's say it's in your pile of loot and now you don't want it anymore. Like, okay, so I think they charged you for it. I mean, you could put it back, but I thought like now they're just giving you store credit. Like there's no option for BBTS is like that. Like after seven days, if you don't want it and then you haven't shipped it out, you can cancel it, but your your credit's going to come in the form yeah. of store credit. Yeah. yeah. But it's not a restocking fee. It's not money. No, you there's no fee. It's I think money that think, you, you have I there think, to spend later. I think TF Source does it where you, if you have a pre-order, it comes in stock and you can't say you 10 days go by, it's in your fucking pile. And it's like, you know, I don't want this anymore or I got it for a better price somewhere else and you cancel it. I think uh, they basically charge you with some type of fee to take it out of your, your, your loot and put it back into uh, in stock uh, availability. Yeah, I think that's a little like, eh, you know, because the only way I could see that you could justify that is like, okay, let's say they they based it the the order they placed the retailer, you know, based on you pre-ordering like that item. So now you're canceling, and they now they have an extra item that they might not have ordered because you know, because you had a pre-order with them, and now you're canceling. So like, I could understand like canceling that like hassle-free would probably be difficult for maybe like a smaller retailer like but i didn't even know like i don't like i've never even noticed that when shopping around like i just thought that if you ordered something and you paid for it but now are already and then they're canceling you will just get store credit so in a way they're not really losing they still kept your money you know they're just not yeah. you're just not getting that item that you want but, but let's right, say if right. you bought 10 complete sets of mad balls that no one ever wanted <laughs> and then you cancel your order i mean what the hell are they going to do with that shit yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. Like, I think, I think, in and I know in some cases, I when I did that with TF Source, and it wasn't many, but like I remember there was one or twice, one or twice that it happened. I told them like, you know, oh, can you please cancel, but give me store credit so I can or points that I can apply to another purchase. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's. Like you know, it's that whole thing. Like when a standard, when a standard or or is met, like you know, in regards to returns and cancellations and restocking, it's 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 every all the all the all vendors or retailers have to kind of meet that standard or that bar. Yeah, yeah, and it might be harder for the smaller guy to do, but if that's what's expected, 
you know, in the community, then, uh, you know, you either step up or, you know, I guess maybe you just won't get the business like that. Like this particular place that we may or may not be talking about. I think I've only had like one or two buying experiences from them, but they've been pleasant. So like I've yeah. heard people talking bad and I'm like, damn, like I, I didn't have that experience, yeah. but I, I've never had, I've been lucky as well, Jose, mm-hmm. but to be honest, I mean, just these changes that they're making here, if, if they ever want to become as big as a big toy store, I mean, <laughs> they're, they're victims. They're victims <laughs> I mean, they're victims of their own making, right? By yeah. by taking orders and not shipping stuff and stuff like. I mean, that's that's all on them anyway. Yeah, right. I was gonna say. I mean, look, stuff goes wrong all the time, right? In any type of retail environment, and the more complex your business, the more often that that's gonna happen it doesn't guarantee you that you're getting something for free. That's what people seem to expect a lot of times, but you should get some type of like resolution, right. And some type of action taken instead of just, you know, Oh, well, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and to That's be something. on those businesses side for a moment, I mean, uh, consumers, you guys got to realize that a lot of these places, they do not have the resources of say an Amazon, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, granted, you might say, oh, I'm paying Amazon, like if you're a prime customer, like I'm paying them so much money a year and, and, you know, so I'm getting the service that I get for my money. But I mean, regardless, I mean, with them, with their hassle-free returns and stuff and dropping it off at places like Kohl's and things like that, like Amazon is, is infinite in their resources that they have. I mean, they are going to be the umbrella corporation here in like 10 years, right? everything <laughs> that's what it's going to be i mean mm. pick your uh pick your movie of the future you know where like disney every restaurant taco bell or something like that what's that, <laughs> what's that disney JD? and amazon All right exactly and uh i mean they're gonna i mean today pharmaceutical stocks drop because amazon's like oh guess what we can start giving people medicine now start distributing pills and medicines and things like that and immediately like people like walgreens and cbs like just you can't compete with these guys i mean it's the same thing with amazon buying over buying up comiXology right the poor lcs is out there i've talked to them when that happened and they're like you know it's just some fucking bullshit because we put some pride into what we do here at comics right and then here you have amazon who um i think back then they were telling us like this company actually never turns a profit but sales are always up right and it's like they'll just push out if, as soon as they take a look at something they'll just push out any any little competitor you know type of thing mm-hmm. so so again please be cognizant that not every company that you work with functions just like amazon mm-hmm. um so um Another thing I would say is also like when it comes to like these places, like support the the mom and pop shops or whatever, like all you want. But I would like just, you know, maybe do business before, you know, placing large pre-orders or even maybe even pre-ordering in general with a particular place, like a smaller retailer, just based off. You don't know whether they're actually going to be able to fulfill or not. Like, you know, like hearing like the horror stories of people paying, you know, maybe for a pre-order and then not getting it and then getting charged like all that, like sounds like bad business, like to me, Um, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, like I would immediately go to a BBTS or TF source before, you know, any other place to get a pre-order in, you know, just or an Amazon, just because, you know, based off 
you know the past experiences with them you're pretty much guaranteed to get you know what you ordered so and like you said with all that top-notch customer service no hassle returns and whatever you know no restocking fees and whatnot so mm. yeah hmm. You'd be lucky if you get your re- your refund your refund yeah. from them. You know, it took I even me like six fucking months to get my fucking money back. Uh, that's that sucks. You know, like that sucks. Amazon, like even like I re- had recently ordered a like a coffee maker. You know, what I'm saying, and it said delivered. Like literally, we were here. Like nobody knocked on the door. It wasn't delivered. Maybe it was delivered elsewhere, but it wasn't delivered to us. So it's like, how am I supposed to prove that? Like to Amazon when it's coming up on the tracking, like saying delivered. I still got my money back. <laughs> like you know, like they, you know, they just they just do what they got to do. I guess if you, um, you know, when you when you put in for that return, or you put in that complaint, so. You know, but as Brian said, you know, a lot of these stores don't have those type of resources. So I could almost understand them trying to recoup something like, you know, some, you know, because they're going to eventually lose, uh, uh, especially if they're ordering stock based on, you know, pre-orders and then people yeah. can't. And you look at stuff like the big bad, like, for instance, we were we were, were getting bludgeoned with recent releases over and over and over. I mean, if you're lucky enough to get a pre-order in a Target and Walmart, you're getting that stuff when it comes out right Mm -hmm. or if you're lucky to find it in the store but you know some of our online retailers like bbts i mean you'd see it's like oh someone found that at walmart last week it's now in my pile of loot in bbts this week but now it's starting to be like it's it's weeks and weeks sometimes months and you know this is a company that's offering people flat rate four dollar shipping on something of any size and weeks so they i know that they are doing what they what they can to uh to try, try to make that not be so such a burden on them because it's got to be a burden right i mean this this deal that they're offering people with this shipping that's not the deal that they have with fedex right <laughs> fedex isn't charging them four dollars i'm sure um so uh i mean they're just doing it basically out of a customer service standpoint to keep to keep their customer base and and stuff like that so i can't believe that they charge four dollars to ship the pile of i mean they they That's very not, well could i guess maybe have, i mean it they could definitely be have like a contract. Hey, they have a yeah. yeah they have a contract like uh we'll ship out as many packages as you want to ship in a year for x amount of dollars oh i see i see you know what i mean yeah. it could be yeah. something like that mm-hmm. but and so and um, but what i mean is i guess bbs trying to capitalize on some of that with the product coming in like they might be buying a whole bunch of stuff that's import and they might just be having it get accumulated on pallets overseas and then eventually they bring it over you know type of thing that's what i'm thinking mm-hmm. oh yeah yes yeah from from with regards to the situation <clears throat> these days yeah I, i'm sure vendors are taking the opportunity to do a, a, a big shipment and get one you know the charge up like one big charge up front rather than because of the shipping prices, doing it a little bit at a time, you know, I, I, I think mm-hmm. it's just not cost effective for them to do it with the prices obviously increasing. You know, it's funny. I don't want to get all conspiracy theory, but, you know, I don't have my fans toys Astro Train yet, right? Wow. Because BBTS hasn't sent it to me yet. Uh, oh, look at that. Yeah. The Pinkerton dropping knowledge on us. But you see, like, these... Uh, Certain companies are like finding. Oh, we found more cases of AstroTrain. 
you know um i've i've seen two companies do that so far and i'm just like dude i hope they're not raiding bbts pallets that are over there those are my <laughs> astrotrain that's mine wouldn't that suck wouldn't that be something you might get an it email would. saying we can't fulfill your pre-order anymore. dude what if dude i can't wait to read that tfw thread right that's <laughs> Oh, so no, I mean, you, haven't, you haven't received Thomas yet just because of this whole supposed shutdown of fan stories? Do you think that's what's right. No, no. BBTS has been late on the last few fan stories releases. Yeah. yeah. But it's only been, they've only been a month late so far. And I can't remember when Astro Train dropped. Brian's going to be in the, else, but... the shameless thread with a ISO for a DX9. What was that one called? The trigger, <laughs> to go with his Ditka because he's you know gonna he's gonna get pissed and just be like I don't care. I can anymore. help you out there, Brian. I was like, you just let me know. Oh like, yeah, I don't care. I hope you. He's like, I just so I want to be done with these two characters. That chigger's got chiggers like all over him. He's <laughs> actually skin tags and whatnot. But tabs. And but I mean, on the other end of that, like, um, you know, complaining aside or whatever. You know the downside, but like the other end of that, I can appreciate that. Like, I can pre-order stuff through them when stuff is like super thick and saturated with things that you're paying for right here and right now. I can appreciate that they offer a service that you don't pay for until they get it. Yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So like I can go there and okay, it buys me two months. All right, cool, I'm good. You know, yeah. I can appreciate that. that. Do Do you guys spread some of your purchases around across different companies or stores on purpose, or do you stick solely with with one or the other? I I'd like to stick with a certain like you know certain group, but it's 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 gotten hard recently. So because of you know, increasing cost and and certain mm-hmm. things in regards to online purchasing, uh, in regards to tax, because now every online render is taxing when they used to not tax. Um, right. So yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 becoming it's becoming difficult to stay with like one particular vendor because it's like things these things change and then all of a sudden you're using multiple vendors and it be, and then on that perspective it gets very hard to track everything <laughs> that yeah. you're kind of you know, have down the queue that you're purchasing or pre-ordering and and it's it makes it harder. But it def- definitely back in the past, it was easier for me to track everything because I was only going to like one or two sources to get my right. toys. But now if it's five or six, then it's it's hard. Gary, well, I, I used to, especially when shipping wasn't $4. Right. Um, yeah. You know, I would always, I would visit, I would spread around different retailers because you'd have to hit like a, Hundred and fifty dollar mark. I well, think, that's what you said. I yeah. was going to say that. And, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. so I would, I would do that. And then uh, one of my favorite retailers of the past, Capture Prey, always offered fans toys at at least five percent below what everyone else did, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I had a loyalty discount on that as well. So, like, it it was kind of fun, you know, because it's like, all right, there's a new release, and then I got to play the game where do i get it from and where do i watch it and all that other stuff but as my collection in the transformers realm has gotten more complete like ah f it i'm just gonna go there and that's where i'm gonna buy it well, so i was gonna say so i've noticed that you know some stores are expanding their offerings more and more as well 
right? Where they maybe just focus focus on robots or third party stuff, you know, a few years ago, and now they're expanding into more of the mainstream stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, some source gets stuff in like quicker, right? In in different times and stuff. So I've just I found that I'll do the same thing. I'll still kind of look around and or if you follow it on social media and you can kind of see when when new stuff comes in, it's like oh. And then when I'm there, I end up like you know doing like you're supposed to do in retail, get them to shop for other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think if BBTS offered a like a rewards package, like some of these other ones, like I'm, hands down, their shipping is the best. Like the shipping cost is the best. But like the thing is, is that with these other vendors, you, they offer awards points and stuff like that, which you can accumulate uh, uh, based on loyalty and, and and how many purchases you purchase with that one particular vendor, and you can you can accumulate a, a good amount of points to you know buy a free figure at the end of the year, you know, kind of thing. But like you know, it's just if I think BBTS has like a had award, I think hands down they'd be the best because I, it was just just the amount of the amount of product I already buy from them. <laughs> it would it would help me. It would like it oh, definitely yeah. kick me like an extra figure at the end of the year, which would be nice. But yeah. do you, do you think yeah. they don't offer that reward system because they keep the the shipping so cheap? Do you, like maybe that you're making it up with what you save in shipping? No, going with them. No? They reward me in allowing me to cancel shit. That's, yeah. that's my reward. <laughs> that's that's a big. True. That's also a nice reward too. Don't <laughs> give me. I, I take advantage of that as, as well. But it's just it's just you know. I like when I shop at like whether it's you know TF Source. I, I've gained a lot of points with TF Source back in the day because that was kind of my one vendor to go to with a lot of the Transformer stuff that I purchased, and it was like accumulating points with them was always like easy because of all the Transformer stuff I would buy, and like it would I would have always have like a, a good amount of points at the end of the year, and I'd be like you know what I can buy this you know X Transbot uh, masterpiece figure for pretty you know for free, and yeah get it but like and they offered free shipping after 150 which you had to work with which was okay yeah. you know it, it wasn't hard to do um especially when no, you're buying, you can always like, find something you could always find something to you know get yeah yeah, yeah. 10 Energon 20 dollars over yeah. <laughs> our, our, uh, our articulated hands but like yeah. when you <laughs> when you're buying when you're buying like these mps uh especially transformers wise like you know you're you're, you're hitting the 100 and 120 dollars so it's you know Wait a couple months, another release comes, and you'll you'll, you'll hit that three hundred dollar mark and ship out the two figures and call it call it a day, you know. Yeah. And they kind of do what they were doing with that anyway, because always like it was never like an even ar- amount for the price, right? So yeah, we yeah, like yeah, a ninety five. Yeah. So if you were yeah. just under buying nickel, yep, you have to buy that twenty dollar thing <laughs> to put oh. yourself over. Let me get another set of render form guns. Find some stickers or something. That's right. <laughs> something they got any keychains or something? All right. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. <clears throat> but yeah, like I, like I did the same thing. I, I, I mean, I pretty much started with with TF Source and stuck with them just because of yeah. that rewards program. You know what I mean? Like, and I spent a lot of money there. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I got a lot of cool stuff for free because of that. You know. But um, from there, you know, uh, ordering from Hanny because, of course, he's a friend, you know, and then I kind of lose the love for the Transformers. So then everything else, like I just kind of try to try to keep it to to one retailer as much as I can. But, you know, between like, yeah, between Rock Swaps and and 
like the the majority of my pre-orders are are through BBTS now, but um, you know, there's a couple Facebook groups where I have a couple things pre-ordered, so it's just like keep tabs on those to know that they're there to remember, you know, and that's mm-hmm. that's about it. I just make note of it that way I don't forget. Yeah, I always, yeah. I always have to, I always have to remind myself that I have items pre-ordered on like Anime Export or AmiAmi just to go. Like, I have to go up there and check and just see, you know, how things are going. And because, like, with Mayfex and and SH Figuarts, things get delayed, and it's like, you know, <laughs> you're mm-hmm. seeing other people get it, but then like, you know, you have to check your pre-orders to see whether your vendor got it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would usually spread around just because sometimes I felt like you would have to to, to kind of get the figures you were looking for because maybe they just weren't carried everywhere, you know, like um, like a lot of those Takara releases, you know, I always used to hit up, um, you know, Hobby Link Japan or Anime Export, you know, because they seem mm-hmm. to be like the easiest to order from when it came to that sort of stuff, um, you know, the best prices when you got your pre-orders in early. And uh, but I do like, you know, since I'm mostly mainline now, I just I try to stick with Amazon as much as possible because they get the five percent like cashback, like ordering. Yep, five, so, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, you know, so yep. that does make a difference when, you know, you're ordering hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I was just it's just a, it just amazes me that with, like with all the perks and stuff that BBTS offers, like they, they haven't done that yet where they offer like an awards program, which I think would put them right over the top and oh yeah, and make it, you know, and make everybody, you know, buy from them because it's just, then you, then, then you get those customers that say, you know what, I'm going to constantly buy from you. Cause then I can get points. I can, I can cancel when mm-hmm. I want to cancel. I can, mm-hmm. if I, if I'm late in canceling, I could get store credit. I can build up points to get free figures. And Oh, by the way, my shipping is only $4. Great. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So that's perfect. So that's, that's like the one last thing they could do, right. To put them right yeah. over the top. Right over the top, dude. <laughs> I tell you one thing that all of these sites should do is implement the wish list system. Oh yeah. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many times I'll be browsing through sites. I'm like, wow, they have this. It's like, I'm not ready now, but it's good to know that that exists. You know, mm-hmm. and if I could put it on a list and then the next time you go to check out, it's like, oh, by the way, here's that other stuff you're interested in. Do you want to add it yep. in? Yep. You know, yep. it's like, yep. because other than that, there's no way to bookmark it. I mean, shout out to seen. Amazon. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, Amazon does it well. Yeah. yeah they were smart. They had it. They'll yeah. even send you emails like, hey, this thing you watched six months ago. Oh, it's, on sale. Sale. it's on sale. It's on sale. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I like how just even if you're you got the stuff in your cart and then you're like nah save for later so it's just it's almost yeah. like still in your cart but just underneath it so you could always yeah. just add it right back if you need to. I always see like things like that and then the price is fluctuating up and down so it's yeah. like oh this would be so, a nice. Sometimes you can get a discount from like certain retailers if you leave stuff in your cart um, and then you kind of like they'll email you and then you might get like a coupon or a voucher you know to, they'll they'll some, sometimes hit you with it to get you to move like actually finalize it and, and buy it okay i heard that, um sometimes leaving things in the cart like sort of fucks it up for the retailer though because it it makes it like unavailable for anybody else that might want to be able to purchase it or something have you heard that that i haven't heard that's on them 
they need yeah, to read. I agree with Brian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would imagine like a uh, you know, fifteen minutes or twenty minutes idle in the cart, they would just automatically put well, it back. I wish you know, I wish I wish that worked the adverse way because at the end of the day, like when I'm putting stuff in my car and it sells out and I try to check out and put my fucking credit card in and all of a sudden I see I hit you know complete order and it's now gone. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> but yeah. it was in my car. <laughs> How's that possible? Yeah, it's sort of like when you when you you know you would go to StubHub or something, and it says like these tickets are reserved for you know yes, twenty minutes yes. or whatever, that something like nice. that. Like you know, like, yeah, that would be nice. Like like if you put if you put it in your cart, you have like two minutes to check out your cart, or it goes back into the install. Damn, you know, two minutes, quantity. Jesus. At Fucking, least, like, give, give me, me five minutes. Like, give me five minutes at least. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're pushing it, Jose. You're pushing it. <laughs> Fucking two minutes and like, fuck, that's it. Time's up. Thirty. You got How 30 fucking long is your credit card out. number, man? <laughs> <laughs> credit Especially account. nowadays, right? Like if you're in Chrome or something, it just fills in automatically. Yep, it fills in automatically. Yep. <laughs> so easy nowadays. But, Dude, um, I was trying. I was like trying to go for that, like that PlayStation Five, and they had like every three hours on Walmart.com, they had like the it back in stock. Dude, no, I was like, putting it out of ways. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I could, I could, I couldn't even tell you. Every time I would get, every time I would have, I would be able to get it in the cart, and then I wouldn't be able to check out. <laughs> just like <laughs> fucking sit there and just turn, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Uh, mm. So Kenneth asks. He says, doesn't TF Source have a watch list and? You know, I, uh, they, I can't remember if they have a watch. Like, I thought they had a thing like, we'll email you if this ever comes up again. Yeah, yeah they, yes. they do have that. But I think they have some sort of favorite list, oh, okay. too. I think. Yeah, I think they do. Smart. Okay. But, but, is it, but if you put something on that list, does it, like, periodically update you as far as, like, whatever you may you may have favorited like you know just to, as a reminder or what like what's the purpose of doing that or is, it, or is it just something that for when you go back to the website you just have like one place like you can go yeah like, like like yeah like um uh, i know sideshow has it where you have a wish list and you can put things in your wish lists okay, and then yeah. so like you a know wish list, yeah. yeah it's like something like that but like yeah. I, I i've never seen an email if i ever put one uh in tf's source if i put it on in a wish list kind of thing whether they send me emails saying that it's, it's still there on my wish list yeah. you know are you yeah, still yeah. interested yeah. i know t- I, wanna... I know i know chosen prime does it a lot like when you put something in your car and you like you know, like and you don't take you know you don't delete it from your car and you just have mm-hmm. it in your car and then all of a sudden you go away because you're you know you're more interested in watching etr on monday nights and you know all of a sudden <laughs> you know you leave it in your fucking car and then Tuesday morning, I'll get an email. You know, are you still interested? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I get that from TF Source. Like, the, like Grimmy yep. wants to know. Like, do you yes. still want this? Yep. <laughs> 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 fucking Grimlock, fucking harassing you in the email. Like, do you yep. still want this shit? <laughs> Me Grimlock. Me Grimlock want to that's, know if you still want this item. Yeah, that's why I, I was wondering because I've seen those type of emails. So I was wondering if, if, like, by doing that, like leaving the shit in your cart, if you're just keeping somebody else from purchasing it. Or you know, but I guess it's just done as more of a reminder. Like, hey, you might have just forgotten about this. Do you still want to buy this? And sometimes people need that nudge. Like you know, it's almost like the uh, like the impulse aisle. Like when you're checking out at a supermarket and all the shits right there in front of you, the candy or whatever, and you're like, yeah, I'll take this because why not? It's right in front of me, right? It's right there. Something like that. I feel like it's something like that. You know, and I think that hits with some people. Where it's like, oh, they get that reminder, and it's like, oh yeah, that's right. Let me, let me buy this, and then boom, you know. 
at like, least for a even, certain percentage. Yeah. I've seen on I I even seen on some like statue vendors like if they have like in stock statues, not like pre order statues, but like in stock statues, uh, they're trying to get rid of. You can actually they'll put like what the price they're looking to sell it for, but like you can actually hit like a like a like like a bidding price, like you know, uh, like you know, negotiation price, and like you can click on that and and like submit a price that you want, like you know, say, hey, would you go two hundred dollars less and put that price in, and then, and then they can come back and agree to that price and sell it to you for that lower price, which mm. is pretty cool. But hmm. so, like, if it's something like you know that's on the shelf or in their stocks for a long time, you know, maybe open it up for a little negotiation, you know? <laughs> I'll buy three of those things that have been sitting down there for, you know, for a 25% discount. Yeah, that'd be nice. At least even if you, if it's something that allows you to even make the offer, you never know. Shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll take it. I just feel like people would just be lowballing shit. Like, you know, people oh, want yeah, shit for free, like, bro. People want shit for free. Like, That's, yeah. But, uh, like, I, I, you know, on eBay, you, you're allowed to set limits and stuff like that mm -hmm. for, like, mm -hmm. make make an offer. You can, like, set your limit, like, you know, $10 oh, below right. your yeah. asking yeah. price. And then, like, anybody who puts, like, you know, a dollar. <laughs> you just get the automated <laughs> message, like, like, fuck off. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Fucking keeps you from dealing with the with those people. <laughs> you know, so. I love that because when I do that and I get the automated message, I'll be like, "Okay, let me go five dollars up, <laughs> five dollars up." You, got, you yeah. got like three tries to see where the bottom is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but people be funny. ridiculous. Like they'll list the shit for let's say eighty, and then the fucking like they won't go below like seventy nine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I see that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> All righty. So, all right, we could put that to bed. Um, we were going to discuss. I guess you know, maybe just warn people. Uh, you know, I'm not responsible for anything that's going to come out of these people's mouths concerning a certain TV show, <laughs> The Mandalorian. So. Um, I know we wanted to discuss this for a few weeks already. This was the third ep that dropped this past week yep. For, yep. for the second season. So um, this is your fair warning now. If you guys don't want to get spoiled or whatever, back out. Come listen to the show <laughs> once you've watched the episode. So, uh, yeah, three, two, one. Check out, check out. All right, so go ahead. Do Baby Yoda dies? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you fucking spoiled it, man. I know. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Fuck that <Yeah>. merchandise. Pirates. <laughs> I've been hearing good things. Like everybody's been saying, this has been a very good episode. Dom seems to disagree. You look like you were going to start a fight with Brian. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's the best yeah. episode ever. Like, you know, like, That's you know, what I said. Yes, the JD said it. Like I, I'm not saying it's the it's a great episode. Don't get it me wrong, good. it's, it it's really good. good. But like uh, you know, I've I've enjoyed other episodes, especially even in this season. Like I really enjoyed episode one. Um, uh, it, it, like the whole just I, I I guess when the episode is longer, I enjoy it because I I thought this episode <laughs> this episode was definitely like what is thirty six minutes long or like was it forty minutes long? Because it, it was really short. It was like, like thirty six yeah, or thirty seven. The shorter yeah. eight minutes, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, but um, 
<laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, it, I I enjoyed it very much, and uh, I just love the world building that they're doing and taking you mm -hmm. to all these worlds with all the creatures that you've seen at the cantina. <laughs> just like mm -hmm. really, really enjoy like uh, where these guys, you know, just 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 the culture and everything that you're seeing, and and it's just not all about like you know the Mando and. It, granted, it is, but like you know, just these one-off things that they're they're doing is really nice. Seeing more of the universe, it sounds like is something like you're enjoying. Like just uh, oh yeah, you know, because you know when they do a show or a series like, and this is live action, so you could appreciate it more. It's something it's different than getting something like an animation or a comic book. Um, they could just slow down and tell a slower story, so you could just appreciate some of that stuff a little bit more. Yeah. So I have an actual legit question, and it wasn't about this episode. It was for the second one, mm -hmm. when the uh, the X wings were flanking the Razor Crest, and they like they didn't have the transponder. You know, they were talking back and forth. What did they ask him to do? Was it a ping? Yeah, ping. ping. So what? How's that going to tell him if there were Imperials on board or not? That's what I didn't understand. I guess it's. I guess it sends like serial numbers or something like that. That's all it was. Right? It sends, some, uh, yeah, some, just, some type of okay. It's like, can I see your license and registration? Yeah, no, I kind of figured I took it as yeah. that. I just didn't know if I was missing something more or not. Yeah. No. Okay. No. Nope. Yeah, I was thinking home for Red October. I was like, they want to know how far away they are from this guy. Like, you know, that's the ping. One ping only, please. No. No, no, no hunt for Red October fans here. I just love it when they do that X foils, like X. What, <laughs> do, what do they do when they say that saying? S foils. S foils. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love when they say that shit. <laughs> S foils and attack position. Attack position. Oh, dude. When they say that, and then the music comes in, bump, and then they turn and they go down into the canyon. But then they yep. they left one of those one of those dude. pilots was uh, uh, Dave Filoni again. Oh yeah, yes it was. Yes. Can I? And I'm just gonna say, like, I love you, John Favreau. John Favreau, and I love you. Um, yeah, and I love that you guys are on the same team. This is fucking great. Isn't he? Isn't he? Uh, isn't there's rumors that he directs the Ahsoka? Like, there's gonna be a like. There's rumors saying that he's gonna be the director of the Ahsoka episode. I mean, I noticed that he wrote. I, I believe John Favreau's wrote. Well, he wrote the last episode, and. Yeah. Um, What's her name? Bryce Dallas How Howard. Yeah, directed it. She directed, which was a big, big surprise. Mm -hmm. Seeing how her first episode was not, you know, the best. Right. It was still good. Like you know, it's still good. It just wasn't. Yeah. It was okay. It's good. It's all right. <laughs> I JD, I still remember me. we watched that at your house. <laughs> it was uh -huh. over Thanksgiving. Dust was yep. there. And then, like when it was over, <laughs> dust face. I <laughs> just it was just like, oh no. <laughs> Which episode did she direct? Um, uh, the, first the one with the ATST. Um, yeah, the the the, the farmer people. Oh, yeah, the village. I thought that was good. I thought that was a good episode. <laughs> he didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like that he's, one. He's all supposed to be like falling in love and staying at the village with yeah, this lady. Sorry, and, like, dude, that I one. Like that, that one was the first cool. departure from, you know, what we were accustomed to. That yeah. season, I believe, mm -hmm. which is why people didn't. It didn't shine to as many people. It. Yeah. I mean, it definitely looked like it had the woman's touch on it. Which is funny that I say that because the episodes that were directed by 
a woman in the other the other episodes in the oh, season one directed yeah. by women. Those were like some of the best ones. Those were some yes. of the best ones. Yes, she they they were fantastic <clears throat> actually. Yeah, so, um, dude. So yeah, so but, but I I wanted to talk about this last one. So I know people were complaining about the the length of it and stuff like that. And you know, people look. <laughs> I I I like little short shots of awe you know kind of thing but you know those first two episodes i actually was getting bored like i'm i'm tired of hearing the tuscans speak something that i don't understand um mm. and then in that <laughs> second one you were just kind of like eventually it, it dawned on you that this wasn't going to be a story progressing type of episode and then you were just kind of waiting for it to be done um or waiting for the next little yoda giggle or egg eaten or whatever um but this one here this was one of those episodes where you're watching it and you're so into it and you know just when you think okay here's what's gonna happen next boom the credits come up and you're like holy crap it's over already and and it leaves you wanting more like like i haven't experienced stuff like that since like sopranos and like game of thrones type stuff and and that's mm. what that's what that episode did for me and i tell you man i had i had chills after that dude what a great weekend man we had mythic sure. friday we had mando friday we had mythic saturday we had i don't know i got this mandalorian fucking <laughs> great it's been a great few days man Forget what it was, else happened. It was funny because i got a nephew Bru- <laughs> Brian's like Brian's hitting up the chat and he's like, So did any of you guys watch Mando yet? And everybody's like, Nope, no, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> so then I, like after we watched it that night, I just hit him up and was like, Oh my god, I was yelling Bo Katan, Bo Katan. Oh, it's Bo Katan and was like I, I think I have perma goosebumps and yes. we were just like giddy little schoolgirls yep. messaging back and forth and then it's it was good. It was awesome. It's like, oh my god! It's like it needs to be mandated that people watch this as soon as five o'clock hits on Friday, so that you can start talking about <laughs> it. <laughs> it sounds so. I guess with this episode, it sounded like less was more in a way. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Oh, there were there was definitely some killer scenes in in regards to you know it, it was definitely a good mirror to the uh, what was it the third episode in the first season where you, you see all the Mandos come out and help them out and you know fuck shit up yeah but and... action aside too dom like this is where we find out we're in the same role as as din right now like we 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 don't know what the hell's going on with the mandalorians right yes, all we yeah. know is is like they were like this secret sect hiding out and and not revealing themselves to people we, we have no idea what's going on in this world and then all of a sudden he's enlightened to stuff and we are at the very same time like there are different facts Factions, of mandalorians yeah. out there similar to like mm-hmm. the clone wars type stuff because we had no idea we had no yep, freaking yep. idea and so he's learning and we're learning at the same time and mm-hmm. i tell you man this this group of people with their honor and their loyalty whether it be to themselves or their creed or whatever it's 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 gonna give you goosebumps and it's gonna watch it come mm-hmm. everybody loves that kind of shit and mm-hmm. you know it's like i've been talking to beansy a lot and he's just like 
I like Mandos doing Mando shit, and it has sometimes has nothing to do with them being bounty hunters and and flying around with rocket packs. It's just fucking being Mandalorian. So, you know, that's what I'm really kind of getting into. You know, yeah. kind of stuff. So, and and that's what's like making me wanna buy more toys like as soon as that episode was over i was like all right so what are all the ones that i passed on last year uh you got the heavy one you got the armor you know stuff like that it it, it also definitely makes like you understand how valuable that the beskar armor is in yes, regards yes, to the battles cool. that they go through because it's like that the blaster you know rich shades off the armor and shit like that and it really does give them that advantage to to just kick ass and and Gary, I think you'd appreciate this. So, walking around with Beskar is like walking around in high school with the latest pair of Michael Jordans. Like, someone's going to take <laughs> your fucking life. You know, they might as well put a swoosh imprinted on his armor, you know? Exactly. Can you imagine walking around in, in, in a fortune? Like, <laughs> that's what that is. People <laughs> see you as a yeah. fucking meal ticket just by what you're wearing. It's just yeah. kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. I like that they address the, the helmet issue. Mm-hmm. I yeah, like yeah. They threw that in there too. Yes. Oh, he's one of them. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Dank Ferrick. <laughs> no, I think that's that's. I like that, Brian. That point. I thought the same thing. I was like, it's like so valuable the armor and so functional, right? And like, I don't know. Do that yeah. one scene. I remember, like, well, when, he, when he, he was, just, he just, yeah, he just charged. He them just took like all the, charge, yeah, yeah, and let, let the armor take it off for him, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, I love that scene too. Like in the first episode where he's battling the guys in the, uh, in the like uh, the club that the that the two guys, the two Gamorian guys were like, fighting. And then like, like yeah, punch yeah. him in the fucking head. <laughs> That's exactly he's like that. Head butts his fucking hand because <laughs> he knows, like, he knows that he has he's the like, helmet <laughs> on. He just boom, and he's like. Yep. Fuck your hand. <laughs> so, yeah, here it is. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I was not following up on the chat, but Deborah Chow, um, mm-hmm. she was that director last year. He did some of those kick ass episodes. Yeah, she did a good job. Yeah, I actually I ended up going out to IMDb. I was like, I want to know what else she's done. And it turns out she's just like a merc, right? She's a, a, a director, mercenary for hire. She just does episodes here and there for various series you know type of stuff Mm -hmm. she doesn't like have a a huge uh uh, resume but you know hopefully that changes for her because she's pretty talented it seems so nice did uh had did sasha banks make an impression on anybody like how was her character the one of those like was she amando i think yeah she's like a mma fighter right jose a wrestler wrestler wrestler, yeah. yeah Oh, yeah, this was, uh, was this was the Katie Sackoff show for the most part, as far as the lines go. But um, hopefully, we'll get to see a little bit more of her um, doing some, having some lines and things like that. Yeah, you know. the 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 icing, like I would say, the icing on the cake for the last episode, if they showed it, was that when she jumped in, like you know, when she jumped into the water and battled the uh, the monster to get. To get the fucking baby Yoda out of it, <laughs> like I would have loved to see that fucking fight underwater and see how Mandos can fight, you know, fight underwater with. Because that it, it sounded like she used her jet underwater too, so it's it was kind of weird. But like you know, it, it was definitely a scene that like you know I know you it it it, it leaves it for imagination and how the battle was going. And when she just popped up with the 
with the fucking um the cradle with the baby yoda in it and it's like but that oh, that, that was pretty badass the the pram so you know knight of ren has been the one who's obviously corrected us on pram for so long now that pram got destroyed do you think yeah, it's done. You can just go down mm. to the corner market and get another pram. <laughs> no, they. You know why, Brian? Because for they had to uh, sell the satchel that he carries him around in all the time now. That oh, was like on a speeder bike, and the one that when he speeder bike got that got trashed in the first episode, or at the beginning of the second one, and he was like carrying him around in his neck like IG Eleven did. That's that way they can market the the satchel, you know. Yeah. You can carry it. <laughs> So yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. I just, do you guys think Haslab's going to put out a battle damage version of the Razor Crest now? I, I think they <laughs> did. Doesn't, don't the parts come off? <laughs> no, I think so. I think you're right. Uh, I mean, Gary, those parts come off. I think that was to simulate the Jawas disassembling it last last season. But uh, yeah. dude, you know people who can print some parts. That's I mean, true. Make some battle damage stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yep. I want to know how many people are going to dump their Haslab Razor Crest in the bathtub and for playtime, you know, just <laughs> simulate that. Was there anything here that made you want to, like you said, like it's because it seems like the more stuff you watch of this, you're like, oh, okay, now I want to buy this, I want to buy that. Any, uh, any, well, anything, you know, from this episode make you want to run out and buy a piece of merchandise? I, uh, I backed the the Razor Crest in the last hour of, of Monday. Um, don't do charts for things, people. It it really draws you in. It makes you want to buy things that you really want. To buy. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I just want to be part of that spike. I'm in that spike. That's me. I'm in there. No. Um. The uh, and I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. I say that a lot this episode. I'm an idiot. But but then after watching this show, I'm like, eh, all right. I'm I'm just made me feel maybe made me feel good, but uh. I still don't know what I'm going to do with that thing, but it's like I, I did go out and get some of the three and three quarter ones. I'm like, okay, I'm going to need to flesh out a team, you know, when I get this thing. So I got some stuff on pre-order. Um, I noticed some stuff was like really expensive, so I assume uh, there will be some re-releases here in the future. Um, but you know, you know, when I think about it, right, like. Boba Fett looked cool, but obviously never really got anything from it, you know. Unless maybe you read some some EU books. Django, Django did okay, but all in all, he lost his head, you know. Yeah. The, the, the Mandalorians, they looked great in the Clone Wars and the Rebels, but you know it's a cartoon. But yo, dude, this was like real life, and it was it looked so good, Jose. Like man, it just looked. It was so good to see them on screen. You know, it was like it was like when you saw all those Jedi in Attack of the Clones in the Coliseum. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, this is something I've never seen before and yeah. never knew if I would ever see it, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So that's what that's what was really exciting about this episode too. Yeah. And then like so the not, not... action makes a difference. Makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't doesn't make me want to go out and buy anything. It's already at you know, <laughs> already bought. You're in. Yeah, You're it's in. already it's bought. Already. I just want to fucking. Uh, it makes me want to make shit. <laughs> makes me yeah. wish there were more hours in the day so I could just fucking build stuff. Yeah. Between figures and dios and accessories and yeah. Yeah, 
you know, I think getting off a of Tatooine also helped with people's excitement too, because yeah. And to be honest, that other place was it Revan Levin, Reverare Lever. Uh, it starts with an R, right? Or is it yeah. L? No I R. I don't know what that planet uh, is. Lavaro, that's it. Navarro. Navarro. Starts with an, with an N. N. And then, yep, okay. and then. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically Tatooine to me. Right. I mean, yeah. it's very barren, <laughs> like with a settlement or two, right? So, um, it was nice to, I don't know, just to be somewhere else, you know, for a bit. It was kind of cool. Yeah. I also so, well, sim- similar to the originals, you know, I mean, they're they're like you said, down they're showing some, you know, using the budget to show some lifelike worlds, you know. Between yeah, the ice, I love it. ice I love planet it. and then one that's based on water, kind of water, water world ish, but better. <laughs> Just like the mm-hmm. anim- like the creatures that they're getting involved in the planets, and so, you know, well, all that stuff is really cool. Now, the one thing I will say that while I appreciated the um, the Mon Calamari who kind of jury rigged the razor so it could fly like i realized it was in like terrible terrible condition right when he dropped it there and it fell into the water but that species right they're known for designing these beautiful starships that are like ergonomically like just works of art right and all sort of individualized and i don't know i, I mean i realize it's, it's not quite apples to apples but mm-hmm. i thought they could have done a little bit better job for him for what he did <laughs> well, I mean, everything is held together. Probably doesn't fishing, have much to work with. Fishing yeah. line yeah, and you know, <laughs> netting and stuff like. In, Gary, in a to, fishing town, he probably doesn't have much to work with. And, and to be fair, he's not on his home planet where they made that wonderful stuff. This was uh, Trank Trask. Trask. Yeah, Trask. Yeah. I guess is, that's true. Yeah. I guess that's which, true. Just a... Which is funny because I mean, if you remember the Clone Wars or was it Rebels? I can't remember. They go to Moncala, Mon Calamari. Yep. And the Clone Wars. I was in the Clone Wars. And and that's where the Quarren and the Mon Calamari live. Mm-hmm. Yep. And here we're mm-hmm. on another water planet. Are these people, I guess, not indigenous to that planet? I guess, you know, they left. Like, let's, we need to find another water planet. You know, kind of thing. So it's kind of curious that uh, what the frog people were the only new aquatic species, I guess, that we saw. And. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they're indigenous to that planet because uh, what's her face was croaking about uh, how uh, yeah he husband, settled there for them yeah her husband found a spot yeah. there for him whatever to regrow their population I, I enjoy like like I, I can't wait for like the next episode the next two episodes because I think um, you know I think the story definitely going to get more involved in with with what you know obviously ahsoka tana is going to bring up and yeah and that for the most part has all been rumor uh you know heavily uh what do they call it substantiated rumors but we, we heard her by name like they dropped yep. that name they dropped that name mm-hmm. yep. they dropped and the i name. was like oh. <clears throat> well, makes it so exciting she... for anybody that follows it's... that you know yeah so like that was one of the you know tear in my eye moments when they say her name after remembering what happens in rebels you know because they don't yeah they don't tell you whether or not she she makes lives it. on right 
So right. as, far, as far as you know, like you, you've you finished the Rebel series, and you're, she's she's dead as far as the you know as what and they I, I lead love, you to believe. And I just love that Ezra was the one that brought her back to life. You know that she he she, he saved her when he went back and pulled her out from the battle of, with uh, Darth Vader, which is like pretty cool. So. I just, yeah, I just really, I really, I really enjoyed that the uh, Rebels in its entirety because it just gets really good at the end, and it, and mm-hmm. it, ma- it makes you fall in love with Ahsoka a little bit more because of the her growth. Like you, you see the end growth in her um, because you remember we didn't have that last episode of Clone that last se- you know season of ep- of Clone Wars, so which she she was great in that. Like I loved her in that. But like when you saw her in Rebels, she really it really made me fall in love with more more of her. Oh yeah, and and with regards to her character, could you imagine if we didn't have internet and potential spoilers, and that fucking name just dropped? I know, right? That would would have been a mind blowing moment. I wasn't really like I heard them, but I was I was taking them for a grain of salt. Right. Yeah. Well, now it was like "Ah, people are gonna fucking say what they're gonna say anyway, but. They got to follow up now that they've name dropped it, right? Like you know, they can't just leave you hanging there. Mm-hmm. So, so you think she'll be in the next episode? I don't know. I don't. Think I don't, I don't think, think so. Next, but, I, yeah. The rumor is JD is that I think uh, Fabro is lined up to direct five episode five. So the mm-hmm. uh, they're saying that she's going to show up in that episode because you you know he. You know he loved. You know he created that character. Oh yeah. So it's like you know. So at the end of the day, I think, I think if it's going to be her showing up in any episode, it would be that episode because mm-hmm. he uh-huh. would. He's the one that's going to hold it close to his chest and you know direct that episode the way he felt feels the way she should. You know, be repaired and and you know shown and all that. Still stuff. has to find her. You know, yep. f- figure they're going to have an episode of. Of of his quest of finding find her yeah. and the shenanigans in between there, and he's got to get so, his ship fixed and stuff. Yeah, yes, that's true. He doesn't want to be meeting no Jedi in that jalopy, you know. What I mean? <laughs> but uh, but uh, dude, like I'm really, I am really interested to see Ahsoka in live action. Meaning, mm-hmm. like. How stiff are those tentacles? Like, are they stiff like our Big Series figures? Or, are, like, are they really jiggly? You know, like, are, no, are they weathered? Sure are they weathered? Are they, like, you know, are they like a, like a deer's antlers? Like, you know, they got, like, scrapes and stuff in them. And st- I don't know. I'm very curious. I'm pretty sure, like, the top part is relatively, like, cartilage. Uh-huh. And then the bottom part is, like, kind of boobish material. Yeah. Okay. Oh, do you yeah. think they're do you think they're flocked? <laughs> like like got a peach fuzz on them or? Mm, I'm really kind of curious. They, you know? I don't know because they don't have any hair. <laughs> it, 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 it would it would be hair. interesting to see what type of texture it is. Because you really <clears throat> you really don't get that from from a toy or from a from a cartoon series. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. Very interesting. I mean, did they, they, did they blow in the know. wind? Like, I don't know. Inquiring minds want to know. I'm trying to think of like other examples. Um, how old will she be? That's a good question. Like, how's the, what's the timeline? Like, how do you, how, do you, how old Well, she's what? She was what in her 
you know, probably forties. She's gonna be yeah, mid forties. She's gonna be. Well, yeah, I was gonna Rosario say like Rubble, She's in her like mid twenties. Rosario yeah. Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She. <laughs> what, what is what? What is she in? Like, how old is she? Oh, I thought she was like mid forties, like high forties. Yeah. yeah, she was in her forties. I think. I think. I think. You know, that's why. She, I think that's why they casted her because that they need some woman. You know, that's the date. That's the age range that she's in. Yeah. But I even think she kind of looks like her too. Well, I mean, that's I the other thing. Same face, face, face features. You know. After I kind of remember like her saying. She's like, look, if you do anything live action with this character, please let me know because I would love to play her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I don't know, other people said the same thing. Like, oh, this is this is Ahsoka. If you ever do Ahsoka, this is Ahsoka. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I kind of remember hearing stuff like that. That'd be and interesting. It, and then I guess it's, it just made to happen. I'm sure How do you think they're gonna pull off the look? Yeah. Practical or special effects? Like with the, I guess with the way oh, the look at it. Definitely. Probably a little. I don't know. Maybe a little Wait, bit of both. What? Yeah. What, what the whole the look of her, like her whole yeah. face. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's going to be most practical. Oh, it'll, be, it'll be practical. Yeah. It's all practical, yeah, right? Yeah. I would say, I would say probably ninety-five percent practical. <laughs> then maybe a little touch up here and there, but. Uh, but I just, I just feel like you know, she with Filoni being on on, so close with that character, I think she's going to really direct her. And what he sees, what she would do in that, in any specific situation. Well, it's appropriate timing. I got the sideshow sh- uh, charging email today <laughs> for the uh, the child. Oh yeah, will be yeah, will be coming soon. Night of friend asking us some trivia. Uh, who found Ahsoka Tano when she was a child? Oh, come on, one of y'all got to know that. Yeah, I gotta know that. By the time I met her, she was already found. So I don't know. Oh, that's some obscure fact. Did you have so to read I would assume what he means that? is which which Jedi <laughs> discovered her virgins in the Force Ooh. and and brought her to the temple. I would suspect. That was, was it Barris? <laughs> was it Barris? I don't know. Barris. Oh God damn it! I should have known that. Oh, master. Yep. Yep. That's because she had a, a relationship with Poku? him. I remember. Pokon, Poku? Uh, Ploku? Poku? Get it? You come on, Tom. One more try. Ploku? Ploku? Plokoon. I remember the. I remember. I remember the episode in in what was in Rebel? Was it Rebels or no? It was in uh, the Clone Wars yeah, where he, Clone she Wars. goes. Yeah, she goes saves him because he's she, stranded. Yeah. 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 She would go to him a lot towards the the end of the series. So overall, so far, do you think like they're doing better this season than last? Are you enjoying the show more? Is the quality the same or better, in your opinion? I mean, it keeps it keeps getting better for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They just keep making it better and better and better and playing on the story. And yeah, I'm very very excited to see where this goes. And, And Jose, I think with this show, one of the things people have to do is sort of reprogram their minds for watching series like we're so close so close so we're so uh attuned to all right here's a series and i get to watch them all now yeah. right mm-hmm. and the ser- every series every episode moves 
the the story for that arc for that season and for this one uh first season i think i think first season second season we're in, we're in two different kind of mindsets because that first season we have no idea what's happening right? <clears throat> yeah. we don't know what they're going to tell us you know and and they kind of give us uh an idea of of what's going on with the people basically everybody's after this baby and then for this second season they tell us actually they tell us at the end of the first season they're like okay here's what you got to do you got to go take this baby so we know what the plan is now so i think as a result people might be just getting impatient when you don't see the plan progress you know you just gotta i think you just gotta get in and and just go for the ride that they're going to give you and uh it's not going to be incredibly bad so just bear with us you know it's it's a world building that they're doing that i think that's going to be very very interesting and where they expand it to and what other storylines are going to they're going to branch out from this because i can see them doing other series on other other characters or other storylines that that Mm -hmm. may stem off from this and really you know build give you another side of the story or you know give you little pieces and then it all it all builds into this world yeah you're you're gonna really enjoy it and it and they're doing some of that long form storytelling because they 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 got threads that they dropped in season one that you saw a little bit more of here in season Mm -hmm. two and i'm and i'm sure they're going to be building upon that like in future seasons you know instead of trying to give it to you all right now you know which makes sense. Like I can see them. Like you know, it's 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 I. It's already rumored that they're doing another series, Star Wars series, and like a TV show. But that, like I think they're taking the the model that that Marvel did with regards to the movies, and they're putting it through their TV series with yeah, with that's... what they're doing with the Mando and everything. So that's kind of smart. Yeah. So I think the TV series are going to give you the more bang for your buck in regards to building this world because you can't tell the world in in a in a what two hour movie like you know exactly. it's gotta have a specific story mm-hmm. to kind of go and we we you know as much as the skywalkers and we love the skywalkers at the end of the day it's like you can't really can't expand on that story anymore yeah it's it's time to see some new well, stuff yeah. the funny thing is is like because in my opinion they should leave Star Wars in the hands of these two men. Oh yeah, oh, definitely. From here on definitely. out, it should be in their hands and the approval of everyone else. You know what I mean? They but, get it. Like <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, so the I, what I was gonna say. The funny thing is, is like Ray, who like n- nobody fucking remembers that shit <laughs> no, anymore yeah. after after watching this. Not you know? unless you watch the Lego Holiday Special. <laughs> Gary, <laughs> Gary, please don't recommend things to us again. You did, Luke, did you watch it? I got halfway through it. <laughs> it was fun. It was they 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 interacted with every single movie. Brian's like I wasted forty five minutes of they my intera- life. No, I haven't finished it. I sorry, I had to Dude, start. They the- interacted with every single movie, and like there's some pretty good tongue in cheek jokes throughout. Yeah, that there's a few, but still are a pretty lot of well it written. Just- it's not nearly as <clears throat> as uh, dry and clever as the actual Lego video games. Like that shit, fucking makes me crack up. Yeah, it's this uh, was too just different. too overt. Like it's also a holiday special, Brian. It's designed to to be happy and upbeat and kind of a, a little bit less intense. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> That's all. It was entertaining. 
It's not what he was yeah. looking for. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, can, it's it's a you it's can a, celebrate a, life day with the bootleg, you know. It's uh <laughs> it's robot chicken uh for instance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's like comparing it to like the family guy Star Wars stuff. It's not this you can't compare. It's not the mm. same. I know, but I mean, Gary. But you can appreciate if it. If I was five years weakness. old, I would greatly in- encourage your more suggestions to me for things to watch. But uh, no, so. we can't put a plywood. We can't put plywood over the hole. <laughs> I'll, I'll put. Uh, I'll, I'll get through the next twenty-two minutes, Gary. But uh, still, I was sitting here like, oh, I'm sitting here watching this, and I'm sitting here waiting for Gary to give me a title for the damn show tonight. And I'm like, I'm sitting here watching the show you told me to watch, but you're not giving me the information that I need to put this link out here. <laughs> Maybe that's why I was getting pissed off at it. Instead, Gary's in all these other chats talking about Transformers and stuff like that. And it's just like, get back to your room, Gary. Get back to the BTM room and do your work. Right, exactly. Focus. Focus. Hence the name of this episode. But um, Stay on target. Stay on target. <laughs> like something else I want to mention with this man. Almost stuff, there. I can't remember what it was. Almost there. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, well, it, I think people are appreciating this. Like you know, because again, like I am one of those guys that does sort of you know like the Netflix deal where you get it all at once and you just you can blow through it if you want or not. You know, but doing it this way, it just sort of forces you, okay, you watch it, and if you're really, really into it, you watch it again. And I think you probably appreciate the episodes a little bit more because um, you're just not blowing straight through them. Like yeah. Once, yeah. You know? yeah. Like no, me, I, I do that most it, of the time, and I can't remember which episode they did what because it all just blends together for me when I'm watching a show like back to back to back to back like that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and JD, yeah. I wanted to expand on what you said with Filoni and Favreau, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it not only are they doing a, a really good job of storytelling, but you know, having having a, a certain set of individuals with providing direction on the lore and where the story goes in general, I think is very, very important to putting out a good product too. Yeah, Hence and then the, the Kevin Feige of the MCU universe, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And I mean them having the knowledge of this stuff and actually, you know, they're they're like us, Mm -hmm. you know, essentially that like they're reading all the books and they grew up with this shit. And it's like, they want those little details that we've dreamed about, you know? Mm -hmm. So what, what better two people to, to have do it. Yeah. And, and, and they are students of the brand. Like you said, reading the books, uh, you know, I've I've been talking a lot with, uh, you know, Esteban and and things like that, and and he's like telling he's like, and I think Caleb as well was like, oh, this part, this thing you saw in Mandalorian, Mandal- in the Mandalorian, like that was pulled from this Dark Horse comic like ten years ago or some shit like mm-hmm. that, you know, kind of stuff. So it it just it's it's nice to see. If they're pulling stuff from the past that you know that works, um, I mean, because that shit in the past worked as well. So I say, I say, use it because there's there's tons of casuals out there that aren't going to 
be uh, aware of like where some of this um, mm -hmm. stuff is that they're pulling from, which but was like me with the MCU. I mean, yeah. my MCU knowledge was straight from the Spider-Man the animated series. I mean, because <laughs> they 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 dropped a lot of those characters in there, right? Like Daredevil and in uh, uh, Captain America stuff like that. So Iron Man as well. You know. Yeah. So I was, I'm kind of I like it. It's made for me. I'm digging it. Well, that's cool. Like if um, they they throw in Easter eggs like that, that anybody that's into that, like and can remember stuff like that, like throwing in stuff from comics. I mean, that's great fan service, you know. And 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 it might go over most people's heads, but for those that it doesn't, I mean, that's a, just one more thing that they could enjoy out of all this, you know. Yeah. So that's pretty great. That's pretty great. All right. Well. well awesome. Let's wrap it up and stuff. I don't know. Like we could maybe talk about it again. A few more episodes in. I don't know how many episodes total. The last season was eight, right? This is yep. third one in. So you know we got a few more weeks of the show to look forward to. So you know we'll probably discuss this a little bit more in the future and maybe just do a series overview when it's all uh, said and done. So uh, with that, let's go around the yard. Get some where you asked. We'll call it a night. Um, Brian Brink. I'll start with you, brother. Uh, at Brinkalizer on Instagram. Uh, tune in tomorrow night for another episode of exciting figure banging. Figure banging. It's a figure banging week. Figure All bang. right, JD. Uh, Tuesday night here with you guys. Uh, tomorrow all new figure banging. Um, shelf gravy and pigment surgery. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. 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 All right, G Money. Yeah, I'm here on Tuesdays with you guys and uh, Gary Allen in the Facebook groups. And name dropper extraordinaire. <laughs> How you guys Welcome doing? Up. Uh, you can find me in the groups, Dominic Rosso, and here Tuesday nights with you guys. And love you all and be safe out there. Don't get too crazy and have fun. No doubt, no doubt. Shout out to Energon Addict. Oh. Could be with us tonight, but check him out on Instagram at Energon Addict, and uh, you can find him in the Facebook groups as well if you know him. Uh, as for myself, Hurricane BX on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Here every single Tuesday night with these gentlemen. Uh, every Monday night on ETR. Uh, check out Verbally Challenge on all audio platforms. Uh, so that's going to do it for us this week. Check out the Cool Table and the rest of the shows that are a part of that. Uh, you can find the Cool Table page on Facebook, uh, along with links to all those other awesome podcasts. Uh, check out the Nerds of Spoken. Those dudes drop their stuff on Thursdays. Uh, the Total Package podcast, also on Thursdays on that YouTube channel. Um, check out MPSB Theater on this very channel this Friday night with Nick Brammer and the rest of the crew. Um, shout out to the chat squad. Thank you for everybody that was hanging out tonight. Uh, we really appreciate that. And um, just take care. Stay safe. Peace out. Are we doing an episode next week? Are we, are we here? Are we? Uh, I was going to ask. You know, I guess I guess we'll figure that out. If if we go live, there's a show. If we don't, <laughs> if we don't, then we don't. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there will be an announcement. If, if, if it, or, no, not. Go, 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 go. or not. Or not. Maybe we'll just keep you with suspense. Maybe make sure you <laughs> hit the bell. Hit the bell and you yeah, and it'll you hit the and bell for all notifications. Yep. That's right. You'll find out. Go. All right. All right. Thanks for thanks for hanging tonight, guys. Uh, the bell be safe. Off. All right. Turtles. Bye. Bye-bye.
boy. Thanks for tuning in. Say it with me now. Really? 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 Really?